0: welcome into the stack shack podcast we are excited about today's episode talking all things boba fett the season premiere just came out and now we're going to give our thoughts on not only that season premiere but the season as a whole and then what it means for star wars moving forward because this is not the last star wars content we're getting so gabe let's
1: start with you said premiere that whole time if you want to redo that intro instead of finale
0: did I just say premiere over you and over said, again? You said it
1: like three times. Okay. <laughs> just Whoops. so you know. <laughs> well,
0: uh, Let's redo that. Okay. This, this is okay. just an intro. I can redo that pretty <laughs> easily. Okay, season finale. Okay. I think I was saying the season finale just premiered, but then I just got premiere oh, in my head.
1: Yeah, okay. That makes um, more sense.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's try this again. Okay. Three, two, one welcome into the stack shack podcast we have an awesome episode for you all today talking all things boba fett we just had the season finale we watched it we have some thoughts on it but not only are we going to talk about that but we're also going to talk about our general thoughts on book of boba as a show the whole season as well as what it means for star wars moving on because this is not the last star wars content we're getting this year uh and i know we're very excited for what's moving forward so, Gabe, let's start with just the season finale itself. What did you think of the episode itself?
1: Uh, it had some ups and downs. Um, it was not the uh, okay. the strong finale I've, I've come to expect, like the past two mm. seasons of Mandalorian. Um, gotcha. But there's still some good moments. Um, I think we had all been waiting for a Boba to ride the Rancor. <laughs> yes and then he does and that was just sick that yes. was just that's just peak star wars content right there gotta mm-hmm, love it everything mm-hmm. um but then you had yeah. some just especially compared to mandalorian and i mm-hmm. well actually i will say mandalorian struggled with this in um season one the finale with the uh yeah whenever it's a big battle when there's a, a bunch of people on screen and there's a bunch of people shooting at them it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like those get coordinated very well. Um, mm-hmm. And so a lot of this last episode was that. And I didn't feel like <laughs> any time people were running around, I, I felt no urgency in it. Not, not uh, Urgency is not the word. There was no danger, it felt like, for most of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, Which is bothers me, considering that's such a <laughs> big part of Star Wars is the action, and then I didn't feel like it yeah. worked out too much. Um so yeah, that's I, I just have kind of very mixed opinions about the finale. It kinda of gotcha. boils down to some things felt great, like these are great Star Wars moments, but then it just felt like it was very rough around the edges. Hmm. What about you? Yeah,
0: I I think I would slightly agree with you. I um Well yeah, let let's talk the the my favorite parts, right? Rancor Boba writing it. I think that's at the top of everybody's list. That was awesome. That was something we were looking forward to. Yes. Uh, it was something that was, I think, really well done. I mean, for a TV show with that level of animation and everything, I thought it looked really good. um And it was just exciting. And, you know, I saw on Twitter somebody, because there are some complaints that people have had. And, they just posted the picture of Boba riding the rancor. And they're like, this trumps all of your complaints. This is all... I'm just going to keep showing you this. Like, the, the fact that we got this, I don't even care what else happened. So I do get some of that sentiment of like, okay, that's... It's it's great. Um As far as the action sequences, to me, it felt... Somewhat like a typical Western shootout at the end. Where it's kind of obvious your main characters aren't going to get like uh, westerns tend to end in these crazy shootouts and mm-hmm. it it definitely had that feel to me um i think i could ag- i would agree with you in some ways that it didn't feel um super dangerous the whole the whole time i could i could see where you might lose a little bit of the sense of urgency i didn't lose it too much i thought it was still okay Um, I like that we have kind of Boba and Mando because of their Baskar armor, right? They got hit a bunch, but it just, nobody was able to get between the armor plates. You know what I mean? No, that was, um, which I thought that was cool. I thought there were some good moments, but I can, I can definitely agree with you that it felt like it was a little up and down. There were a lot of great moments, the scenes where they're just getting pounded into the ground just getting hit so many times and it's deflecting off all of them, but it's still, you know, beating them down. I thought that was a good moment. And there, and there were other parts throughout that were great moments. What I think my, um, biggest complaint, and this kind of goes into the overall season I think, and I was talking with some friends that, that came and watched the, the season finale with us, and um, one of them made the comment, they're like, I, I, that didn't seem like a satisfying, like, really grand finale. And my comment was, I don't... It, the build-up wasn't enough to make it into one, if that makes sense. Like, we got the finale that matched the level of intensity of the build-up to that finale. Because they took time to go out of their way to do a lot more Mandalorian stuff inside of Book of Boba, we didn't get a lot of build-up from the, the whole season as a whole. It felt a little kind of stop-start, a little hit-or-miss as far as the pacing is concerned. And that build-up to this, what would be an epic finale. And I feel like, I guess, the finale matched the build-up to me. And in some ways, that's disappointing. Because I wanted something bigger. I wanted more build-up. Um, you know, we've talked about that at length. But also, part of me is like, I, I can be satisfied in that, though. Because it it didn't feel like... To me, it didn't feel like they tried too hard to make some sort of grand finale out of something that they hadn't built up to. They kind of stuck to what they had built up to. Now, was that maybe a little bit disappointing, a little bit lackluster compared to what, you know, Mandalorian Season 2? But I think I would agree with you as well. Mandalorian Season 1, you know, after only one season dealing with a character, it's hard to have a really, truly epic moment at the end of a season. Just because you haven't had enough time with them, um, and you haven't been able to build up any villains for long enough periods of time. At least in my opinion. Um, Let's talk... I want to pivot just slightly to some of the more hotly debated parts of this episode. (laughs) Let's start with, what did you think of the handling of Cad Bane?
1: Oh, um, I really okay. I have mixed feelings. I, okay, let yeah, I, I think I just, that's
0: gonna be the whole episode. We're just yeah, gonna be let's saying just say we this mixed is just mixed feelings book, the whole time. Book of mixed <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I like. I was so we were so excited to have Cad Bane in right. Oh, absolutely. his intro mm-hmm. into episode six, like, oh, bro, they're bringing in Cad Bane. For people who've watched Clone Wars, he is one of the most hyped characters in Star Wars. Yes, end of discussion. Absolutely. Period. Yep. Coolest bounty mm-hmm. hunter. I'm just gonna go right yep. there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, for people who haven't watched Clone Wars, which I feel like there's a, a decent portion of people who've there's been watching. A, a good chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no idea who Cad Bane is. He comes in. We see. <laughs> yeah. he, we see he's cool. We get to see him take out Cobb. But you know Cobb's just—is it Cobb? I'm gonna.
0: Yeah, Cobb Vanth, yep. Cob- mm-hmm.
1: Okay, it's like, I, <laughs> uh, um, which we, we know he's cool, but he's not the Mandalorian, so him beating Cobb isn't that huge of a deal, right? Yeah. And then he doesn't really do anything this episode. He comes in, he beats Boba Fett in the, in the shootout, and then mm-hmm. gets supposedly killed. Mhm. This goes into another complaint I have about the show, but it just feels okay. like they introduce this villain and don't th- there's no payoff for the villain right not not, not saying like the villain needs to win or, but like it, there, there isn't a build up for the character like within this show yeah
0: it, I, unless you'd seen clone wars it doesn't mean a lot yeah
1: and even and for the people who have seen clone wars if he dies here that just it does not feel good at all for losing cat bane we talked about that last episode, how we, if they'd kill off Cad Bane, we would not be happy. <laughs> um, yeah. Now there is the, he might not be dead, his heartbeat monitor might be going off for... Um, yeah. Potential. I still don't like that, That especially for an hour-long episode, one of the lar- longest of the series, which you want out of the finale. Um, True. And you've just built up this cool, like, the past episode, you've hyped up this one character, and then... The fight is, what, maybe a two minutes long of a confrontation? Yeah. Which is yeah. typical yeah. for Westerns, but we could have had yes. him earlier in the fight, and you could have seen him going around taking out all of Boba's minions or something, right? Just to build him yeah. up a bit more Just to, to make build this him showdown. a showdown. Um, yeah. And so I found that disappointing, and I feel like that's mm-hmm. a lot of the villains of Boba Fett. Like, we start off like, oh, it's the, it's the Huts, The Huts are coming in. Yeah. yeah. And then, oh, no, we're, we're backing off. Oh, what's the mayor. Mm-hmm. The mayor is doing this stuff. No, the mayor. The mayor left. It's actually the spice dealers, which you know it turns out it is the mayor with the spice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he just he kept switching directions without mm-hmm. giving any of them a proper amount of time. It felt like, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I was not a big fan of how they handled Cad Bane in this. Um, I feel like gotcha. keeping the voice actor great. I think his design yes. we talked about it last episode totally fine yeah um mm-hmm. <laughs> someone put it this way like in a western you see a man off in the distance with a hat oh who could that be in Star Wars <laughs> that's Cad Bane no questions yes, asked that's always 100%. Cad Bane we know and exactly so who we it is. got that scene and I was happy with that at least that they, they kept the feel of really? Cad Bane but I didn't feel like they used him mm-hmm.
0: well so yeah I, I completely agree with the fact that I have mixed feelings on Cad Bane's supposed death. Um, Like we said last week, I know I said, if they kill him off, I'm going to be mad. Because I wanted more. Uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like we didn't get a lot with him. Now... Uh, so my initial reaction was like, ah, that wasn't very much. It didn't, you know, they didn't build him up as a very good villain. If you haven't seen Clone Wars, he's not that intimidating. You know, you don't understand all the backstory between him and Boba and how he was kind of Boba's mentor at one point. You know, yeah. they worked on jobs, you know, that whole situation, right? Like, again, as with people that hadn't seen Clone Wars and they were like, I mentioned that. Oh yeah, Cad Bane was kind of like Boba's mentor, and they're like, "Oh, whoa, that is like, okay, we built up the the kind of intensity of that."
1: Yeah, it added a new but dimension to it.
0: It did. It added a new dimension that was good. And I okay, so let me talk about the the things. Uh, something that I did like, I thought, like you said, bringing back the voice actor, and I thought the dialogue that Cad Bane was given to speak. Was very good. Very solid. I think even that... Especially that final line of... I always knew you were a killer. Mm -hmm. That's just good stuff to me.
1: And just very in character for him too. That's just solid bait. Yeah.
0: Oh, great. And so my initial reaction was like... Oh, bummer. I wanted more Cad Bane. Then I took a step back... And I started thinking about it. Okay, is this really a... A bad ending? You know, is this a bad way for Cad Bane to go out. And I, I think I'll just say I'm okay with it. I, I've come to terms with Cad Bane being killed in here. And here's why. I see it similar uh, I, I, similar to how they ended Darth Maul's character. Okay? okay. Um, Maul and Obi-Wan Have this long history together. And then I remember watching the Rebels episode where that duel happens. And that duel is like one move. And it's over. Okay. Um, I I will say I think that one was done better because we had so much more time between Maul and Obi-Wan to to build up their relationship. And how much Maul hated Obi-Wan.
1: And then also, but how much was Maul in that season, right? Like, that's did, true. He, he had he more screen more. time in general in that, within that, within Rebels at least, within that. That
0: is true. Season. That is true. I think what I'm more focusing on is those final moments with Boba, okay. and Bane, kind of paralleling our final moments with Obi Wan and Maul. And when I first saw that, and the duel happens in it's literally one move, I was a little disappointed. I was like, whoa, this should have been more. And then I just kind of thought about it for a minute. And then you realize just how powerful that final moment is and why it it works so well. And I think some of those things are true between Bane and Boba. I'm okay with them ending here. I think I would have liked more Bane... At least more Bane in that last episode, like you said, picking some people off. He just is, like, there, and then he, like, leaves, and then he comes back at the very end. And you're like, what the... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So I would have liked a little bit more, but I'm okay with ending it with Boba killing him. I personally kind of don't want him to be alive, which I know is weird because last week I said if you kill him I'm going to be mad. But now that you have decided that you are going to quote unquote kill him, um I don't want you to like I hate it when shows make up some excuse to bring a character back that doesn't make sense. Um yes, I know technically his heartbeat monitors like still going or whatever. I kind of just want to say, okay, we're done. And this doesn't have to be the last time we see Bane in live action. There's plenty of other shows coming out... ...that are going to be dealing with times, periods, in Star Wars... ...that are before this finale takes place. And so we very well could see Bane in in live action again. Which to me, I go, okay... ...for those of you that really want to see him more in live action... ...just to see Bane in live action more... It's very possible that we could get him. Um, I think he could fit into Andor, right or uh, that that might be a spot to put him in, uh, especially because it could have some tie-ins with kind of your solo and your mall and your underground potentially, right? because Andor is pre-rogue one. Uh, and so we know that potentially we don't know exactly what time period they're gonna be. We don't know if the rebellion is like started yet or not. Um, but it could be around the time of Rebels, which we know Maul was active then before, or at least during part of that time. I would have guessed that Maul is is gone before then. Um, and then, but, but, andor I think could, could be a spot. And then, you know, there's going to be more shows that are going to come out. Um, maybe they do have a place for for Cad Bane to fit in, and he's a great character that they could definitely use, um, even though we know how his character ends. So I'm hopeful that maybe they can do him a little bit more justice, and similar to how we look at Revenge of the Sith, right? Um, That episode of Star Wars we look at totally differently now that we have Clone Wars. Because Clone Wars was able to come in and flesh that character arc out a little bit more, right? It felt super rushed in Episode 3. I'm hopeful that maybe we could get some of that out of Cad Bane by putting him in some other pieces of content to build him up a little bit more so that he does mean, you know, those events in Book of Boba mean something. But I think just Overall, our complaints kind of boil down to this season, to me, felt like they wanted to go in a lot of different directions, and and they weren't really focused on one. What do you think about that?
1: I, I agree. I think a lot of my problems with the show come down to it being in different directions, and none of them being Boba Fett after the first three or four episodes. Like, we have his flashbacks, which were so heavily part of the first two or three episodes, right? Yeah. And then th- there's no flashbacks after that. They're gone. Uh, I, which I yep. understand. Like, the, the, he comes back, finds them dead, but we could have had more flashbacks of his time in there, or maybe mm-hmm. spread out, because those first few flashbacks took up, like, half the first couple episodes. Um, yeah. It, it just really was a very jarring pacing choice in that sense. And then... Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, now we're done with Boba Fett. Now we can do the stuff we actually wanted to do with the show, which is we're going to tell you what's going on with Mandalorian. We're going to actually show what Grogu chose, which we totally did not expect. Um, That's at the true. End of this that is yeah. something
0: that we didn't expect. Um, yeah.
1: We're going to go see what's happening with Ahsoka and Luke. And like, mm-hmm. none of the directions felt like it had any relevance on Boba Fett. And I'm still just... I, at After as the season as a whole, at the end of it, I'm just sitting here going, why did we call it Book of Boba Fett? Why didn't we just, we could have had this whole conflict in his whole, <laughs> this whole conflict on Mas Espa with just, as just like a couple episodes of a different show's season, right?
0: Or, or we could have called it Star Wars Bounty Hunters, like I said we should have, and we could have focused a little bit more on bane and boba and we could have just done these little two episode, yes. three episode yeah. arcs on each of them as well as a three episode or a two episode arc on you know Mandalorian and then have them all come together for the finale. Boom, yeah. I got it. There what you have,
1: go. Would have been great. Um like or even a, like a just one-off episodes. Like you could have done the yeah. the, the old the old clone wars style, right? just yeah. we're gonna follow the clones this episode oh maybe they'll come back this next episode but very one-offs or like uh, the yeah. star wars visions which i know is not canon but like just one's one-off stories with these characters that like you said could come together at the end like yeah. we're seeing Absolutely. events from all these different perspectives and then they all come together for the finale because it's all leading to that would have yeah. been great i mean it... you
0: could you could have done very easily two episodes on boba Two episodes on Bane, and two episodes on Mandalorian. There's your six episodes, and then your seventh episode is literally exactly the same as it was.
1: Yes. Could have been...
0: It would have worked. worked.
1: Yeah. I still would have problems with the finale, but I feel like that structure would have worked a lot better for the show. Um,
0: I think it would have built it up better. And I think, for me, uh, the show just... I don't have a problem with any of the directions it went. No. I just wanted it to pick one of them. You know what I yes. mean? Like and I think that's what a lot of the fans are sitting here going I don't through the entire series there's not a bad episode in there. Like they're all good episodes. Even like we've talked the last couple weeks where we've been mostly with Mando, we're like this is great Star Wars content. We're just not sure if it's book of Boba Fett content, right? No. And I wish you know none of the directions they went. They could have gone more into the depths with the Huts. They could have done more with the Tuscans. They could have done. I just wanted them to pick a path, and and it, they didn't seem to do that. Um,
1: no. no, they really just. What had... do you think
0: the reason was for them to do what they ended up doing?
1: Um. I feel like this was a stepping stone. So like. What happened, like, okay. I don't feel like the focus was really on Book of Boba Fett. I feel like it was, we need, we're going to give you this. We we need it to get to this point so we can go mm-hmm. off from there. Like, we need yeah. Boba to be in charge of Mas Espa for something down the road. We need ah, to see what happens with Mando. We need these yeah. elements set up for what they're deciding for Mando Season 3 and potentially Obi-Wan. That, yeah. uh, not Obi-Wan, sorry. he's He's not... <laughs> <laughs> not obi-wan um no but I, that's what it felt like to me because none of this the, the biggest impacts of the show were not about boba fett at all um, yeah another i saw this complaint online and i've now on uh, rewatching rewatching this sh- that I, I like briefly like you know kind of skimmed through the the uh, first six episodes before i watched the finale um mm. boba really doesn't do much Throughout the show, yeah, it's it really feels agree. like he's he's the one in charge, but Fennec is handling everything. <laughs> she is the real yep. mastermind of what's going on. Um, even yep. in, even in the finale, uh, even in the there finale, defending... which her
0: moment is amazing.
1: Oh, her moment's great, and it was like that that that's a minute of the episode, and she's already like we could have started with that, and then <laughs> we're done. That's all they need. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. So it just. I, my biggest problems with the show are that there's the it didn't feel like their focus was on the show. they were going on all these different directions instead, and that all if it's a show about Boba, Boba really did the the least amount of things in the show, mm-hmm. um, and I, I I'm I'm very conflicted because a lot of the moments are great, but a lot of the just the, the the storytelling of the show did not reflect what the show was about at all. Yeah. Um yeah.
0: So yeah. It... I think it it kind of my final thoughts on on the show. It felt to me like I watched like this whole season was um a mini arc inside of Clone Wars. You know it I mean? it felt yes. very similar to that. Which to me means that sometimes those mini arcs um end up working out really well once we see the full arc, right? Yes. Um like the you know, it, it means a lot more once we have the full arc. And so I'm hopeful that with more Mandalorian with Ahsoka coming out, right, those two shows that are going to be at the same, you know, moving pushing the story of Star Wars forward, I think I think we're going to be I think we'll look back on these and go, okay, that wasn't really a standalone show. We set our expectations wrong. It was really just a three-episode arc on Boba Fett and then more Mandalorian stuff to set these people in positions, like you said, a stepping stone for the launch to more Star Wars content, which brings me to my next question.
1: Well, I'll push back on that a little bit first.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, don't let me get away with that one. I agree with
1: your point that, yes, it was definitely, it felt like a Mm mini-arc. But when your mini-arc is a whole season of a new show you just announced, like, yeah, that's very much a bad marketing. And, like, if the mini-arc was in a, you expect it from Clone Wars. That's what Clone Wars is, is the mini-arcs and the one-off episodes, which is great. We all love it. You don't mm-hmm. expect that. Mandalorian was one-off episodes but with an overarching story. Both yeah. one se- season 2 was more focused on the story, but especially season 1.
0: Definitely. Mhm.
1: This was very much just here's a mini arc, here's the backstory of Boba and now we're we're done. That that And we're
0: done. That's true.
1: So even It didn't have to pay off. It well, it was I don't know if you can call it a mini arc if it's the whole series. <laughs> if it's the whole show. Um but true. I agree, yes. It definitely feels that way. And if they marketed it differently, as we've been—that's our biggest complaint. Um, mm-hmm. It could have worked better. It just, yeah. it doesn't leave a good taste in your mouth when your expectations are very, not not matched, but just very changed. Not—that's still Correct. the wrong way to put it. But yeah, it doesn't—it doesn't feel as good as it could have if they set it up differently.
0: Well, and I think if you asked a lot of fans of the show. Or, or even just watches the show, and you said, hey, what if what if we had made this show four episodes? I think people would have been fine with a four-episode book of Boba Fett, and it's like him with the Tuskens, and that's the four episodes. And maybe yeah. you end it with the Tuskens all dying, and that's like your big dramatic ending. Boom. Would have been great. I... I it would We wouldn't have a problem, and that's where it's kind of an interesting, and, and I think why we keep saying mixed feelings on these things, because the individual pieces of content were great. We enjoyed them. We just didn't ever finish one, and we felt pulled in multiple directions. Each of those directions was fun. We enjoyed it. I loved seeing Luke and Grogu and Ahsoka and Mando interact. That was great. It, oh, just, yeah. it just felt out of place and wasn't. It didn't meet our expectations and therefore we're disappointed. Yes. So, shifting from Boba, if this is a stepping stone, what do you think it's a stepping stone towards? What are your expectations going into Mandalorian and Ahsoka?
1: You asked me that question episode six, like after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have had a very different answer. I would have said. <laughs> Mandalorian's going in this direction of okay, Mando's struggling with not having Grogu with him, like like that was such a big mm. part of what he was doing before um, Yeah We would get some episodes of that um, and while that's happening, we have Grogu struggling with, you know, as much as they can show him struggling without having him speak um, with yeah. deciding to be a Padawan or to go be with the Man- Mandalorian um, But then they decided to show that in this episode So Yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like Mandalorian will go. um, He is going to try to find. um, Maybe the he's gonna. uh, Okay, I don't even know if this is possible. I because I know Mandalorian was destroyed, but maybe he's going to the asteroid field that was left in its wake (laughs) to find the the pit so he can. Or I can't remember the place they described. Yeah, the name they placed. Yeah. Yeah to uh, become part of the uh, the Mandalorians again, um, mm-hmm. or him now having to find someone who could train Grogu without having it to be a or a Ahsoka, because uh, I don't feel especially with how much Grogu is still using the Force, um, yeah, I still feel like the Mandalorians are like, well, we need to get you a teacher in some somehow, yeah, to-
0: some respect.
1: So there's that, and then we still have the whole conflict with um, uh, Gideon Moff Gideon. So that's true. Uh, that that's where I think Mandalorian's going. I don't know what Ahsoka's is gonna be doing at the moment. Um, okay. I, I it felt like she hasn't changed much since Mandalorian season two. So yeah, she's know- barely she, she, on. She has a. She's got a goal in mind already, and that hasn't changed much. So, Book right. Boba Fett really didn't affect her.
0: No, not at all.
1: Um, besides Mandalorian, I can't... I, I feel like they really put Boba in this spot for a reason. That they set up mm-hmm. what's going on in Mos Espa and Tatooine. Um, yeah. I just don't know what, enough of what's happening in the Star Wars universe in this time period of why. of What else could be Well, coming.
0: we really haven't been shown a lot. Right. So... I just don't I know what think... they're
1: going to be moving towards with this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I have a couple of strong ideas that I think are good. We'll okay. find out if I'm right on them. Um Well, so one I do really like that um you know, they show Cobb Vanth in the back to tank, Boba's mm-hmm. handing over the reins of Mos Espa to him, right? Uh, I think that's really cool, and Boba's kind of like, I'm going back to being a bounty hunter. I'm not really cut out for this sit-around-and-do-nothing-and-get-fat-like-Jabba-the-Hutt. you know Uh, So I I like that idea, and he's handing over the reins to Cobb Vanth. How he will then fit in, like you said, because I think we're setting that up for a reason, I'm not perfectly clear on yet. I think Boba's going to come and help Mando. I think we're gonna have that's kind of our dream team is Boba, Mando, and Fennec.
1: I mean, now, just need. I Fennec, think really. I agree
0: with you. Mandalorian is definitely on this path of. I still have the dark I want to, you know, prove myself, and and we have that conflict with Moff Gideon, and with Bo Katan, right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the whole, like, Mandalorian struggle. So I think that's where Mando's going, is we're going to just get a bunch of, like, Mandalorian politics kind of stuff where we're going to try and see. And then you've got Death Watch, the cult he was a part of that he's no, he's been kind of banished from, right? They're definitely going to make a play for the Saber and things like that. So I definitely think that's the path Mandalorian is going on. Where I'm actually maybe even a little more excited is the path that I think we're going to get out of Ahsoka, and we're going to get out of Grogu. Okay. Okay. Let me bring you back to our season finale. And Rancor is going crazy, and Grogu comes out. Right? Yes. And he interacts with the Rancor and kind of calms him down, and then there's that cute moment where they're snuggling up next <laughs> to each other.
1: It's adorable.
0: What other jedi has strong connections with animals
1: um as of this point or later down the road in canon
0: well we haven't really seen much further down the road in canon
1: i was just thinking ray with the snake when she charmed when she oh
0: okay okay uh, there's another name there's another name i don't know if you're thinking of it it might be kind of off your radar
1: I don't know why it's I I know there's another Jedi, it's just not there in my head. I,
0: I would say Ezra Bridger from Rebels. Oh Ezra okay. has very strong connections with animals. In fact, I would argue that he's really the first Jedi that we see have this innate ability to communicate with animals. Currently so we know. That our introduction of Ahsoka was her saying, Where is Thrawn? She's looking for Thrawn. We also know from the clone or from Rebels season finale, her and Sabine were planning on going and finding Ezra at this point in time. They're searching for Ezra right now after him and Thrawn got blasted out to space. I believe our kind of overarching style or or story is going to be Ahsoka find Ezra. Ezra's going to come and train Grogu. Because Ahsoka doesn't want to train Grogu. Luke is starting down the path that's going to lead to the destruction of his entire school because he's dealing in absolutes. And I think there's a few lines from Obi-Wan about dealing in absolutes. Um... But Ezra, I think, would have a heart for Grogu, and being basically the Jedi who's had the strongest connection before with animals, might be able to facilitate that skill in Grogu, uh, and might be the perfect master. I think that was a hint that Ezra's the perfect master for Grogu, and we're going to see that very soon. Okay. Okay. And that's what I think Ahsoka is going to be about. We know that Thrawn is cast as the main villain of the Ahsoka show. So I think that's where this is leaning. And I think that's the way that's going to tie in is we're going to have Sabine and Mando and Bo-Katan. We're getting these Mandalorians together. And I think that's going to be a big story arc as well. as Sabine is going to be helping Mando figure out the Darksaber stuff, because Sabine has wielded the Darksaber at one point, right? In fact, if I'm not mistaken, was basically the last person to have it before somehow Moff Gideon got it, which we don't know for sure, but bringing Sabine's character in with Mandalorian would give us an opportunity for either some flashbacks or even just a monologue to describe how this all happened, right? Um that's my grand theory is that we are going towards sabine coming and helping mando ahsoka and sabine looking for ezra maybe the mandalorian and boba fett are gonna help them right bounty hunters maybe they can go help find him we're gonna see how all of that plays out but i think overall that's kind of the trajectory we're going towards is ezra teaching grogu sabine helping mando And how all that's gonna play out, I don't know, but I feel like that's the path we're going on. Am I crazy?
1: Um, That sounds all sounds good. I just um, as have not watched Rebels, so oh, you haven't speak on that. No, have not gotten around to it yet. Well, yeah,
0: (laughs) I'm sorry for spoiling.
1: It's it's already happened. No worries. Like as you're
0: definitely going to need to watch it. And all of you listening out there, I know Rebels is definitely more childish than even Clone Wars is, but but Rebels has incredibly high level lore in it. And the first season, I will admit to everyone, it's a little slow, it's a little childish. The next three seasons, I think, are A+, and it has Thrawn in it, who is, like, besides, I guess you would say, Vader, probably... He's definitely up there in my top favorite Star Wars villains, and I am so excited to see him in live action. I'm pretty sure what I heard, what I'm telling everybody is confirmed... I am now having a moment that now I'm on a podcast, I'm worried I'm going to say something wrong, but I'm pretty sure voice actor for Thrawn is going to play him in live action, which is going to be incredible. Uh, So I'm really pumped for Ahsoka and to see Thrawn and potentially the Sabine and all of that situation with the Darksaber and everything. Go watch Star Wars Rebels between now and Mandalorian Season 3. Go watch it. If you you're worried about it me. taking too yeah, exactly. If, if you're worried about it taking too long because four seasons is a lot they are short, short episodes. It's fine. And it has some great moments in it. Some really powerful moments in it. And I would highly encourage you to watch it. If you're really worried about time, you could probably skip the first season and survive. Although there's some really cool stuff in there. But I mean, Rebels has moments, even though it's not as action-packed as maybe Clone Wars, it's not as dark as Clone Wars. You know, obviously, it's I, I'm comparing it to Clone Wars because they're both animated. It's, I think it's unfair to compare it to something that's live-action. Even with all of that being said, it does have some incredible moments. It shows you and writes the end of Maul's story. You see how Maul's story ends, which I think is very powerful. You find out how Wedge and Tilly's became a part of the rebellion. You see how the rebellion started it just on its own, how it got passed off. Uh, you see how Ahsoka was a part of this. You see Captain Rex and what he felt after Order 66. You see this crazy new villain called Thrawn named Thrawn. And, and his whole thing. Ezra's a powerful character. Kanan. Ezra's master is a very powerful character. Who we got to see in Bad Batch. Who we got to see in Bad Batch for a brief moment, exactly. But you get to see him older and and what ends up coming on. You get to see possibly my, I I don't know, maybe my second favorite duel in all of Star Wars. Between Ahsoka and Darth Vader. I know I'm kind of spoiling things here, but... (laughs) If you're on it's the fence so about watching it, right? It's been out for so long, and why haven't you watched it yet? I'm just trying to give you some moments so that you know... No, this is really high-quality Star Wars content, and and it really is going to start playing a big part in the ongoing live-action shows, at least in my
1: opinion. I, I will definitely get around to it. It has just been... <laughs> other stuff you know all these other great shows coming out oh we've got a, at we least have had a lot for, of content. like wheel of time exactly oh. <laughs> exactly so, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get through it it's before mandalorian season three and before ahsoka i'm definitely yep. gonna watch rebels Probably awesome. not gonna get so through all of you can watch Obi-Wan. with gabe
0: and he'll tell you if it's any good
1: <laughs> i'll set up um, a watch list we can all watch together
0: <laughs> yeah that sounds good awesome awesome awesome
1: all right let your to finish off the episode with our overall yeah. rating and Mandal- overall rating i almost said mandalorian book of boba fett <laughs> well that's see there's part of the
0: problem right there um uh, that's about sums up our thoughts huh uh i think i man it's tough it's really tough for me um, um I'm going to give I'm it two gonna... ratings
1: just so you know. You oh, you're going to give direction. it two. Hey, that's cheating. That is <laughs> cheating. You go first.
0: I want to hear okay. how you
1: divide this up. Okay. We're going to we're going to go uh, my rating of the show just okay. as a show, right?
0: As a as show. As the show
1: itself. Yes. And then my rating as the Star Wars aspects of the show. If that makes sense. So like Okay. how this fits as a a Star Wars piece of content. Okay. Like, in terms of the entire universe.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So, entire universe. This was, this was great. This was like a, a 9 out of 10. Eight, eight, maybe not 9, maybe 8.5. But just great, okay. great moments added, and you're like beginning to see what's happening with these characters, um, yeah. of like expanding what's going on during this time period. Um, go, as we said, lots of directions being pushed for these new characters that we're going to be excited about. So in that yeah. sense, great. Yep. I mean, all the little moments we get, like Boba Fett riding a Rancor, that's just something oh! everyone's wanted to see a Rancor be. Like, we want that uh, since yes. forever. Um, yep. Great. As a show itself, just self-contained, mm-hmm. like not, not that you don't have the knowledge of all these other things going along, but just of what the show puts out there in terms of its own story. I'm yeah. probably gonna put it as a six out of ten. Um, okay, I a show specifically titled "Book of Boba Fett," so about Boba <laughs> Fett, right? Hmm. He didn't really have a character arc. It was no. just kind of, "Hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna take Jabba's spot." No, I'm not gonna yeah. take Jabba's spot. There wasn't much focus on his internal conflict with that or anything mm-hmm. in those regards. Um, yeah. And then I didn't feel like the pacing for how it structured episodes, focusing on. Him were like, okay. The pacing to me wasn't a big issue throughout the whole series. It was more, uh, no, sorry. Within each episode, wasn't an issue. It was over the yes. the overall structure of the series. Correct. Um, those first three episodes with the flashbacks that take up half the episode mm. were great. Mm-hmm. It's just very yeah. jarring when you go from that to no flashbacks, um, mm-hmm. and then we have yeah. a whole episode and a half dedicated to the Mandalorian, which. Great Star Wars content episodes, not great episodes in regards to the show. So I feel because it was going in so many different directions, the quality of the main story of the show was yeah deteriorated.
0: Okay.
1: That that's six out of ten for that. But Star Wars content, this is a a great show in term if you love just the whole yeah. universe of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, what's crazy is I think I agree with you exactly.
1: <laughs> it's like if, same numbers? If you
0: look at exactly the same numbers, an 8 out of 10, if you look at it from the perspective of all the content that has come before and all the content it is moving into, as an overall, you know, the Star Wars content that we got, and like you said, if you take, you know, we're looking at just individual pieces of content here, 8 out of 10. I think it sets up a lot of great things that if executed well, right? We don't, we don't know if they're going to execute them well. Mm-hmm. But if, if these things that they've set up are executed well, then those setups were 8 out of 10. Absolutely. But as a show itself named Book of Boba, if you take this season of television and pulled it out of the Star Wars universe and just dropped it as a season of television... Six out of ten.
1: Yeah. Like, I could, you know, I could take Mandalorian. I could be like, hey, I know you don't know anything about Star Wars. I think you'll like this show. And we could sit down and we could watch Mandalorian. They might not get all the little references. I might have to explain some small lore details that might make sense. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But they could still enjoy the show.
0: Yep. It's a good good quality show on its own.
1: Yeah. I don't feel like you could do that with Book of Boba Fett. If someone's Mm -hmm. not a Star Wars fan, I, I would not show them this.
0: No, it it's not a it's not a cohesive season. No. Uh, you know, it, moments that we get really excited about, like seeing Grogu and Luke and Ahsoka and Mando interact. If you hadn't seen any other Star Wars content and pulled this show out on its own, it wouldn't it wouldn't hold up, right? That that episode would feel so weird and would have no impact, and everybody would be, what the heck? Yeah well this even like from a, did i the, click uh, on the wrong show you know what i mean like goodness yeah.
1: even taking out the two mandalorian episodes um or yeah one even and, and a half um <laughs> i still do like people I mean, even if they explain some of the other stuff that you need to like to know about boba fett mm-hmm. like yeah um i still don't feel like it would have it's it's it would still sit as a six out of ten i couldn't show it to yep. other people yep. so yep it's it's it's
0: a it's a bit of a weak <laughs> season on its own. Individual yeah. episodes, great pieces of Star Wars content, and so I think,
1: for the most part, yeah. you know,
0: hopefully moving forward, we'll get some payoff for all of these things that we set up, and maybe we'll look back a little bit more fondly on it because we'll be like, "Here, come watch Book of Boba, see how this got set up, so that you understand Mandalorian season three a little better." You know what I
1: mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but as a season itself. Yeah, six out of ten. So eight out of ten Star Wars content, six out of ten, uh, as a show just a television show, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird how we have to think about it that way though. It is like, weird. You don't, you don't and that's really a problem. A... It's a problem, but also a charm, I would say. Because yeah. you, you yeah. could you could argue there are moments of Mandalorian that don't make sense unless you know the other Star Wars content. That is don't true. Don't have the same impact. Like the Darksaber. Yeah. Um Yes, absolutely but it's so it's so interesting cuz no other piece of um like no other universe out there um <clears throat> can make me so excited over these small moments that mean nothing to someone who like it's weird I'm, I still enjoyed Book of Boba Fett because of those moments even though I don't think it was Absolutely. a very good show. Um, yeah. So so I, interesting how that works compared to every other like, piece of media we watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, look at all of our other universes. If, if Marvel had a show like this, we'd be slamming into them. And there's arguments to be made they have had shows like this. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a reason we but, haven't been reviewing them. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason we haven't talked Marvel in a while. Um, but you're right. It's, this is a unique kind of experience in Star Wars. And I think that's a good thing. Yes. Like, look, the Star Wars universe, and we talked about this, oh, it's probably been over a year ago, when we were discussing Marvel versus Star Wars and where we thought they were going and which one had more potential. We were saying Star Wars has way more potential because it doesn't have to just continue one linear storyline and get, like, stuck doing the same thing over and over again because they can jump in different timelines and at different ...moments in the, you know, history of the universe, Mm -hmm. and we could just zoom in for a moment, have a great time, and zoom out and go somewhere else, you know what I mean? We can tell different kinds of stories, right? We can tell westerns, we can tell kind of mob stories, we can do things that are funny, we can do things that are action-packed, we can do spy, we can do espionage, right? Andor is probably going to be very much a spy thriller, right? And that I think lends itself well, and is a really good thing, and shows how healthy the Star Wars universe is. That there is so much stuff that we can pull in on, and there's so many little, you know, pieces that we can point to to get fans excited. Yes, I think we were so just looking forward. Exactly, I think we were just looking forward to seeing a lot of Boba Fett, especially after how he was introduced in Mandalorian. Is so awesome that we were a little disappointed with that. I think in a couple years, we're going to look back a lot more fondly on Book of Boba Fett because of what it set up. And and, and I think that's an interesting dynamic that's only in Star Wars.
1: Yeah. Like, we, we don't... in The show wasn't very good to us, but we still enjoyed it because of the content. And so just having the fact of the, the Star Wars content, so just yeah. having that, like... <laughs> Just having that mindset like as long as we as long as they put something that we enjoy in it, like in terms of what mm-hmm. it means for the universe, yeah, they could go any direction we would still be happy, which is a very yeah. weird, weird perspective to have with the show, <laughs> and I think it's an interesting
0: contrast to what happened with the sequel trilogy, yes, because specifically the final movie i i I don't want to get into the first two, but I think we can all agree that the final one was really bad. And even though it had some of that Star Wars-y stuff, we were mad because it ruined canon and it broke these things and it changed the way parts of the universe worked that were like, wait, it's not supposed to do that, right? You know, I feel like a lot of us fans here were echoing han solo's line of that's not how the force works like (laughs) the whole time in that final episode this isn't how star wars supposed to work that doesn't make any sense and i think we have to as a fan base maybe take a moment and appreciate the fact that we did enjoy our time with book of boba fett yes we have some complaints it's not perfect but we did enjoy our time sitting there and 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 experiencing book of boba the people in charge do pay attention to some of those small details, having Luke do the flip, right? Yes. Little things like that, bringing in the Naboo starfighter, those little moments—a BD droid, those things that really make it feel like Star Wars—and they do it effectively, and they, they nail do it, it without every time. Yeah, and they do it without breaking a bunch of canon or breaking the rules of the universe. They progress the story that's going on they progress the things we know about the 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 rules that we have in place but they don't ruin anything they don't you know nothing here conflicted with the rest of the star wars content i think we really have to appreciate the time and effort that went into making a piece of high quality content that we did enjoy our time in For for all of us to enjoy. So I, I yes. that's that's kinda I think where I wanna leave my thoughts on Book of Boba.
1: I agree. Like very excited for what's coming in the Star Wars universe.
0: Yeah. I'm still excited about Star Wars.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not getting tired of it.
0: Nope. Not at all. All right. Well, with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Let us know in the comments what you think. Are, are we being too hard on Boba? Are we not being hard enough? Are we, you know, how, how do we as fans feel about the show? I know I've seen some pretty hot takes all over the place. Uh, but I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. And uh, we'll catch you next week.